Discerning between the mind or ego and intuition is confusing, and it can be a big obstacle when you're learning to trust your intuition for those important decisions. As a psychic medium, I'll share with you some ways you can tell if you're tapped into spirit or to ego. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Namaste. Hi, Kindred Spirits. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Christina Wooten. I'm certified psychic medium. I am here with Robert Wooten. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Who is a certified Reiki master teacher. And here in Modern Life and Spirit podcast, we talk about how to take intuition and energy and spiritual concepts and really ground that into daily modern life by integration. So today I wanted to have us in the podcast really focus on one particular struggle point. I know I've heard so many people say that this is one of the biggest struggles that they have in elevating their level of feeling connected and communication with the higher realms. And I think it's something that everyone can relate to. There's no way to do it perfectly where you don't have this question in your process somewhere. It's just like an automatic. And that's part of like the human card that we all got dealt. So the question that I'm talking about is, how do you know if something, if a message or an impression you're getting is coming from your ego or is it coming from your intuition? So maybe you've had the experience at one time where you did get an impression, you felt like you had received this message, but in hindsight, something was off about that message. So maybe part of it was accurate, but other parts, not so much. Or you receive a message that if you act on it, it's really going to impact your life. So it has a lot of significance. So you want to be really sure that it's a message and information that you can trust from higher realms and not coming from, you know, the little mind, the little ego. Learning to listen without the ego telling you what it wants. That's the trick, right? So when you think you're getting a message, is it a message that's coming to you or is it just a reflection of something that your ego wants it to be? So if you hear something about whether you should take a job or not, or whether you should have a certain client or not. And that client's going to be very profitable to you if you take that client. So you really want that client to be the person that you want to work with. And so you ask, should I work with this client? Well, there's a part of you that's secretly going, oh yeah, make it, make, make it yes, make it yes, make it yes. <laughs> but if you had a magic eight ball, what would the magic eight ball say? You know, it's, not, it's going to be impartial to the, what it is you're wanting. And I think your intuition is the same way. It's going to come to you in its truest form of what is for your highest good. And so you have to learn how to pull that part of you that's really hoping that this is the right thing, this is the right thing, let it be the right thing, and, and listen with an open mind. It, is it the right thing? Is it the right person to work with? Yeah, attachment will always cut your accuracy at the knees, just whack it out. And so it is important that you recognize that attachment is always going to influence and filter how 
you do receive. But today, the focus being how do we start to recognize some of the hallmarks of the ego, some of the hallmarks of intuition, so that it gets easier and easier for you to continuously discern and refine and hone that communication. And then at the end, I also want to give a tip that really does help this in a bigger picture, just get better and better and better. That's the journey, (laughs) the sacred spiritual journey I want us to take today. So I thought that we would start with ego, which in a way seems kind of silly, I guess, because we're all very familiar with the ego. The ego is so apparent. It's like what we lead with. It's the right foot. I think for the most part, we can recognize what ego has a tendency to feel like, how it makes us feel. So usually it keeps us a bit limited. Ego has this incredible tendency to trip us up in all areas of life, not just intuition. So we're usually really familiar with that anxiety, that stress, that fear, that sense of pressure that the ego puts on things. And that same energy will come through when you are trying to receive a message or an impression. It can come with this very emotional quality or heavy quality that isn't uplifting, that generates fear. Well, it's much more limited, isn't it? The the way the ego looks at things is very me-centered. It's like it wants to protect the I version of you. And it wants to make sure that you're not stepping too far away from its control and its comfort zone. Because when you start moving away from the ego, the ego gets very threatened because it thinks that it needs to keep everything. I liked something you said once before where it creates like a little box and it likes to put everything in the little box so it can see all the little parts and pieces that are inside the box there with it so it knows everything that's inside that box and can control everything inside that box so any information that comes in is filtered through that filter of how does this pertain to me and am i in control of it right so the flavor that the ego is going to have is going to be that fear-based threatened me-centered point of view. Whereas Mm -hmm. information coming from spirit is not going to be that way. It's going to have a much wider, larger scope and range and may not even have anything to do with you. It might be helping someone else. Mm -hmm. It might be something totally disconnected from your own needs. And the ego has no idea how to deal with that. (laughs) Well, also, when you're getting a message that is solely from ego, it won't contain any new information that you don't already know because it's coming from you or a part of you, a version of you. When you're getting an intuitive message from spirit, they're usually going to relay something that's new to you, a whole new perspective, a completely different way of looking at things. It's not, you know, like you were saying, from that me-centric perspective, it's the bigger picture perspective. So when you are finding that the information or the thing that that comes through seems limited, it seems only from your perspective, it doesn't take that eagle eye approach or view to things, that can be a very strong indicator that the mind is involved. Now, it can be the source of it, or it can be a, a filter that's creating a problem between you and your clear communication from spirit. But that's a big indicator. And also any time it feels forced. So I know something that happens a lot with people is maybe you're getting parts of a message. 
So maybe you're getting a word or two, or maybe you're seeing a symbol, but it doesn't really quite make sense together. It's like you're seeing pieces of a puzzle, but not able to see the the row or see the big picture of the puzzle. There's these pieces in between that seem to be missing. Now that's normal when you are first developing because you have to get your signal nice and strong. You're stretching things out. Your guides are helping you with the process. There's a lot of things that are happening. So it's normal is what I want to say in the beginning. And that continues to improve and get better with time and practice and effort and learning the whole process. But if you aren't careful, those little tidbits coming from spirit, your brain, you might try and fill in the gaps or force something. So you might ask spirit, what does this mean? Well, maybe you don't hear anything back, but you keep pushing. Well, well, wait, are you, do you mean this? Do you mean this? Do you mean this? And then the mind engages or gets involved and it starts filling in the blanks in the way that the limited me perspective that throws the whole message, the whole meaning off. So we have to get into that space of making sure that you are asking for information and releasing and letting go and allowing that to come to you. If you are forcing, if you're getting engaged, if you're getting involved, then it's going to be a lot harder. And maybe this is a good example. I've seen you when you were at one time looking to see um, a supplement or an herb that you wanted to take or wanted to you know, find out if it was going to help you. And I saw you you know, go to spirit, ask, is, is this what I need or what do I need? And then you came back with an herb that you'd never heard of before. And you said, well, let's go look this up. And I looked it up and sure enough, it had some of the properties of what you were looking for. So when you see that from a psychic medium's perspective, how does that information come to you that you are hearing of something that you don't even know what it is? Well, your guides are going to give you the information that you need enough to just take the next right step. Because otherwise, we'll just get overwhelmed. So they're not pulling out, you know, the herbal encyclopedia and downloading to me three pages or so of very heavy knowledge about XYZ. They're like, hey, this thing, one sentence summary of why you need that. And then boop, that's what you need. So there's an efficiency that's involved with that form of communication. You know, they're not going to waste a whole lot of time. They're not going to overwhelm you with information because it's just your job to take the next right step from what it is that they've shared with you. So if you're trying to piece together every little element and you're not trusting, then it's it's going to be hard, you know, and that's validation and those types of things are, are things we work on later. <laughs> so I don't want to get too deep into that particular area because that's going to take us off topic, but it it is important to recognize that you're you're only getting a certain amount that you need. The key really is is content, how things are packaged, the perspective, the feeling. So as we go into, I think we've covered the, the ego's personality and how the ego really likes to get involved in control and pressure and, you know, how we can make that worse if you're trying to fill in the gaps or if you're pushing instead of if you're pushing out you're not allowing yourself to receive so that is always going to lead to more and more challenges in the information flowing to you because you're using the same channel like hey guys blah 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 this is one of my questions well if, if you just ask them 
a question and they're trying to send more information down that channel that you're shooting up in, boy, <laughs> there's uh, some cross beams there. What was it in... Um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, don't, don't, don't yes. Cross the don't <laughs> cross the streams. Don't do that. Don't cross the screens. So the advice you would give would be, if you ask a question, learn to be quiet and listen for the answer. Learn to get your information from spirit. And especially if you are struggling to discern the ego and the intuition, really you want your mind to take a major backseat. Your mind has got to be a clear space for spirit to you know, draw on that canvas. So if you're butting in judging things or, you know, nervous or anxious, if, if you're getting some information and then it unsettles you a bit and then triggers you, oh, we want to move through that. So let's talk about actual intuition. When, when you're tapped into spirit, when you're receiving information from the higher realms, there are definitely things that you should be looking for. One of them is that when your mind is clear, you, that information has to come down through your channel. When your mind is clear and able to do so, your ability to think clearly is not so good. <laughs> so for example, if I'm doing a reading, I can't think normal words like a banana. Sometimes I can't even think of the word banana if I was trying to, because my brain is like pushed to different areas and there's a frequency that's coming through that isn't conducive to actually thinking. When your mind is in a strong receiving mode, you're not as tempted. It's not as challenging for your mind to be quiet and for it not to be engaged in messing up your message because that's really what's happening. A lot of times intuitive messages will happen when your mind is clear and very relaxed or when you're busy doing something else and your your brain is busy. So if you are doing a very repetitive task, say you're washing dishes when you're driving, a lot of people get messages when you're driving because your brain can be busy doing that and taking in all the stimuli. But at the same time, you're able to be open and receptive. Now, is driving the best time to get all your messages? I'm not going to advocate that. My disclaimer is <laughs> to be very careful with that, especially with trance in the beginning. I get a lot when I'm out for walks. That's, yes. usually, that's usually when mine comes to me is when I go for a walk. Mm -hmm. So anytime your brain is busy, those are the places where you're more open to receive. And a lot of times it can be unexpected. So you're not trying to get a message, just suddenly, boop. It's like the doorbell rings as soon as your wavelength is available. And as soon as your guides see that the energy is correct for them to be able to send this message, that message just kind of drops in. So it can have this very unexpected surprise quality to it because, hey, you weren't thinking anything about your finances or you weren't thinking about your brother Joe at all. But here suddenly you have this sense of direction or information that comes from a different place. And usually it's going to be that surprise. Do you think that comes from a vibrational frequency match where you have moved into this brain state of being in the right frequency that matches what it is they're looking to be able to send down to you? I think I would say that, you know, your guides are opportunists. <laughs> they are looking for all, all the different hallmarks for when information can come to you. And that's going to be the energy around your body, what your brain is engaged in doing, what you're able to be receptive to, what 
forms of communication you seem to be a little bit more open to. And if the energy is just right for that to be able to slide through. Now, that's if you have not done a whole lot of uh, intuitive development. Generally, if you have, that's a much easier process because you're really open flowing. Your channel is in great shape. (laughs) So your spirit's ability to give information to you is really at a much, much higher level. And it's, but otherwise, most of the time, they're just having to be opportunists and drop stuff in at at the perfect moment. And I love that in true intuition, that information flows. It just comes in, it rolls. And with Audience, for example, the messages when they come through will come through a lot of times in your own internal reading voice. And it's usually going to come in more quickly than what your brain is fully able to process. It's like, wait a minute, what was that? What, what, wait, hang on, let me, let me write this down. <laughs> it's like all this information. You can also tell if At one point, you were tapped into something and just, oh, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to so remember this forever. And then you walk away, and in five minutes, you have no idea what that life-changing information was at all. Intuition, tapped into spirit. It has that same feeling as waking up from a dream when you're just waking up and you're not completely fully awake I'm going to remember this dream, every bit of it. Right. And then after breakfast, that is completely gone. With intuition also, it because it has this other quality to it, there's a lift in your vibration because they're helping to lift your energy up as they communicate with you. That high frequency is raising your energy at the same time. So there is a sense of lifting up, of love, of empowerment. And for the most part, it's usually relatively unemotional. There's a sense of love or compassion that will often come through, but there isn't typically fear. There isn't like anger coming through. That Those types of messages are going to be from the ego. Anytime we're connected with spirit, it's like, um, you know, it's just beautiful, so uplifting energy. There have been times where I just felt, oh gosh, feels so bad today. And as soon as I connect with spirit, I'm like, oh my God, everything is amazing. Rainbows, butterflies. It just lifts your energy. So that's another big hallmark of intuition is that you can feel it's coming from somewhere else outside of your own energy, and it's lifting you. There's a strong feeling of love. There's a bigger picture element to it. There's a compassion element to it. The last thing I just as a hallmark for spirit is there are going to be things that come in that may not make any sense to you whatsoever. But sure enough, it's like it just keeps going. You can't let it go. It's like you just keep feeling this connection. There was one time where I was teaching some of the exercises in how to really hone in and focus on your communication with your guides. And we focus a lot on evidence and validation, communication, so forth. In this particular practice, one of the women in the group was sharing that she kept seeing this woman in a white dress. She said, I don't have Andy. Like, why do I keep seeing this woman in a white dress? I have no idea why I'm seeing this woman with a white dress. Now, this was during the exercise about things happening today. So we 
had a hike later on that day that was scheduled. And when we went out on the hike to one of the vortex spots, there was a woman right there with a beautiful white dress getting married on Bell Rock. So at the moment, she was frustrated. She was going to be like, why? What is this? Why are you showing me this one with a white dress? Like, I can't put that anywhere. I can't place it. Like, I don't know. But in hindsight, it was directly relevant to that particular exercise. It made perfect sense. And it was a huge like, aha, you're tapped in from your guides because she couldn't have made that up. So it was really beautiful. So know that sometimes with intuition, it won't make sense until hindsight. Your job isn't to always have to make it make sense. It's to just receive. And in hindsight, you'll understand more. And then as you continue to grow, you're going to just get more and more details. You're going to get more and more connected with your guides and make this whole process so much easier. So I promised at the beginning of this episode that I was going to give a tip that will help you to work on your discernment and is something that you can start doing today. So the tip that I have for you today is to really spend some time investing and building relationships with your spirit guides so that you learn to recognize and know their particular energy signature. To unpack what I mean by this, a lot of times if someone has crossed over and maybe you're you know, walking down the hall or you're in your bedroom and you just suddenly have that impression or that feeling of someone with you and then it feels like a particular person who's crossed over. That's because it's their energy signature. So you're recognizing not just that someone's there, oh, it's, it's John. Like, oh, hey, John. Like, I can, I can feel you. This is the same thing with your guides, is that as you grow that relationship, as you connect further, you begin to recognize what they feel like individually. And so then in, when you're communicating, if you don't feel them around when you're trying to connect with them, if you feel like you're just sitting there in that empty room, then it's going to definitely give you an indicator you're probably tapped in to ego and not to something greater talking to spirit. So build that relationship, learn to start recognizing the energy signature, which just happens with focus and relationship building. And it just gets better and better with every relationship building and trust building that you do with your guides. But again, that energy around you, the energy around your body, do you feel lifted? Do you feel different than how you would normally and in a very positive way and a loving and a supported, open-hearted way, that's a big indicator that you are tapped in to something beautiful and you want to keep listening. Keep listening. This is a normal struggle that everyone goes through to, to figure out is it ego? Is it intuition? Is it a little bit of a blend of both because my ego got involved trying to fill in gaps that my brain just couldn't understand. That's part of the journey. The more that you do it, the more that you practice, the more that you build those relationships, the more that you are just listening with the intention of, I really don't want my ego to be involved in this and I'm putting it on the back shelf. 
and I'm allowing the information to come from a higher source. The more that you have those intentions and focus, the more you are refining your energy and it's always going to get clearer and better and easier for you every single time. So just know if you still have those struggles, if you've had those struggles for five years, 10 years, 20 years, all of that is 100% normal. Just start to pay attention to the things that we've talked about today to help you to identify the source of this information, ego, or something greater, you're tapped into spirit. If you do want to communicate more with your spirit guides, if you want to understand more about the process, if you want to like get more of that behind the scenes look of what actually is happening on the deeper level, I'd love to invite you to join us, join our mailing list at SedonaMedium.com forward slash mailing list. That's SedonaMedium.com forward slash mailing list. These are topics we love to dive into. We have some fun, exciting announcements coming up really soon. So we just love to invite you as another way of connecting and just giving you more and more pieces to help you and your guides communicate better and for you to, you know, live life to your fullest spiritual, beautiful potential. Thank you all for joining us, for listening. I hope you are having a beautiful day wherever you are. We are sending lots of love, connection, and many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com. Medium.com.